Hello, mamas. Um, If you're a single woman, you are more than welcome to listen to this episode tonight as well. Hello, everybody. I am Jasmine. I am the CEO and founder of Mommies Who Brunch, which is an organization designed to empower and motivate mothers and to allow you guys to network. So I have been asked... (laughs) To do a midweek podcast, which I'm going to try my hardest to do it once a week. My best friend's like, you need to do it once a week. You guys were DMing me, um, so I'm going to try. So the topic for tonight is to block or to not block. That is the question. Um, A little rundown of, you know, about me. So um, basically, when I started the podcast, I was seeing somebody and I kind of walked you through you know, the relationship. However, I said tonight, I am going to be as open as I can about the situation because I had posted something earlier today and it was like, sis is tired. I am sis, me, sis, yes, me, I'm tired. And somebody DM'd me asking me if I was okay. And, you know, I'm forever grateful for you if you are listening to this podcast, but um, I'm fine, girl. I just had a little moment, but I really am like mentally drained. I'm tired. But um, so I guess, you know, what I'll do to lead up to being blocked or unblocked is kind of give you a rundown of the relationship. So we're going to nickname him, let's see, Chocolate. So Chocolate, okay, is beautiful. Um, <laughs> He is my weak, well, he was my weakness, but anyway... So we started dating a year ago, and um, it was really weird. When I tell you guys this, you're going to be like, oh, that's weird. So um, he actually came, well, he moved here from a different city, so we'll start off with that. So um, when he first, you know, was pursuing me, I just, I was playing hard to get. I was like, "Mm, no, he's a player. I can tell he's just too handsome. He's this, he's that. I should have (laughs) ran. I'm just joking. So, and that was that. So we started dating and one of the first things he told me was that he was not ready to be in a relationship. And I found that so weird because I'm like, first of all, I don't even, we don't even know if we'll like each other. So how can we even determine whether or not we're going to be ready to be in a relationship? So um, started dating, started getting closer to one another. Um, our birthdays are actually eight days apart. So, um, our birthday rolled around, well, August, I think it was August rolled around and, you know, he asked me, what am I doing for my birthday? And I said, I don't know. I didn't really have plans. Um, and I asked him, you know, what he was doing for his birthday. So fast forward, we end up going to LA. Now you guys, the plot twists. The night before we go to L.A., I said, well, why don't you just stay the night at my house because then you won't have to rush getting up and I live closer to the exit. We can just, boom, get up and go. So his reply was, you know, no, I'm tired. I'm still at work. I got to go home and pack. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you in the morning. Sleep, wake up in the morning. I haven't heard from him and I'm like, I hope he didn't oversleep because we had to drive to Charlotte, which if you're not from the Columbia area is like an hour away. Um, so I'm calling and calling and he's not answering and I'm like, oh, that's weird. So finally he texts me and he tells me he's on his way. So now I'm pissed, you guys, because I'm like, I hate being late to the airport, but I'm like, whatever. 
We're going to have fun. This is the first of hopefully many trips that we take together, blah, blah, blah. So we're driving. We pull up to the gas station. And I will never forget this moment, you guys, because (laughs) it took all of my might to keep a serious face. Like when I tell you what happened, you're going to be like, how did you do that, Jazz? So he goes into the gas station and it's like 615 and his phone goes off. So I'm like, gosh, who's texting this early in the morning? I never go through people's phones, but he had it to where his message would show up on the home screen, even if the the phone was locked. So I read the message because God felt like I needed to read it. (laughs) And it's like, hey, thank you so much for staying the night last night. I hope you have a great trip with your friends. Pause. First of all, I'm not a friend. Second of all, so you mean to tell me you couldn't stay the night with me because you were staying the night at someone else's house because she wasn't going on the trip? All right, you guys keep that in mind, okay? So um, he gets in the car. I don't say anything, but my whole demeanor changes, and he can tell that something is wrong. So the whole ride to the airport, I was dead silence. I didn't text because I knew if I started texting, I was going to be mad get on the plane. I don't say anything. Get to LA. I don't say anything. We meet up with his friends and I don't say anything. Okay. (laughs) I'm just like super quiet. So later that night, um, we're like getting dressed and he's like, I know why you're upset. So I said, Oh, do you, you know, I want to hear if you really know why I'm upset. So he's like the text message. And he said, that's just my friend. I stayed the night on her couch. So back then, I'm like, okay, you know, he stayed the night at his friend's house. Now, y'all, no, y'all, okay, whatever. So we end up having a good time in LA, blah, blah, blah. And I try to forget about it, but that's still in my mind. So we get back, everything's normal, blase, blase. Um, Fast forward to some months now. So my birthday was September. We're going to move to December. Um, Oh, December. So his thing with me was he's always honest. So he feels like he should get a pass because I'm the only one he tells the truth to, which we all know that's a story too. So, um, you know, he had told me about a, you know, a girl he had dated and um, she had two kids and, you know, she really wanted to be in a relationship, but he never wanted to commit to her because he didn't see her like that. So I'm like, okay, blah, in the past. I don't know if she came down here to visit him. I don't remember, but skipping forward, she gets my number and calls my job, you guys. So she literally called for like two months straight and I just never, you know, she never actually had the courage to talk to me. So one day she calls and the receptionist comes and gets me and she's like, Jasmine, it's an emergency. I don't know who this lady is, but she said she needs to talk to you immediately. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I hope it's not a customer. So we get on the phone, I get on the phone and she's like, um, I'm sure you know who I am, but I'm just calling to ask you about chocolate. And so I'm like, skirt, Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this. So I say, you know, um, are you his girlfriend? No. Are you his ex-girlfriend? No. Okay. Are you his wife? No. Okay, so why are you even dare calling me? That is a woman code. You do not call the other woman. You, no, 
that is a no-no, lady. So if you do that, stop it right now because you do not do that. You do not hurt someone else because of what a stupid man did to you. Remember that. So especially we're adults. We don't do it that way. You should always remain classy and you should always handle your situations with the man that you're involved with and not the woman. So we go back and forth. So finally I call him and I said, you know, I get a weird, I got a weird phone call today at my job. So he's like, okay, not expecting me to say what I said. So I said, you know, well, Stacy, that's another pretend name, called me. What did she call you for? How did she even get your number? Lies. You had my business cards at your house. So that's how she got them. So we go back and forth pretty much all day and I'm so upset and I'm so hurt and I'm so distraught because I'm like, I don't bother anybody. I don't even like, I'm just trying to date this person and grow. Like I just go to work and make my money and leave. Like why is someone calling me and provoking me and like wanting to hurt me? And so, um, you know, I went into this feud, like this rage, you guys, all day long. I was calling him and I was telling him I hate him. So that night he drives to where she lives, like to the city that she lives in. And so it didn't dawn on me, you guys, all of this stuff is like dawning on me now after the fact that I've actually got to sit and think about and, you know, kind of dissect everything. So I'm like, are you kidding me? You're driving to where you're driving there? Like, what? So he's like, I'm not driving to see her, blah, blah, blah. Now we all know again, that's a lie. Fast forward some months, everything is fine. Um, We're now looking at spring. So he had a super huge trip that he was going with, you know, one of his best friends um, and her dad. And yes, they are just friends. I verified it. Um, (laughs) And so I was kind of in the mindset where I was like, you know, I'm not getting what I deserve. I want to be in a relationship. I'm ready to, you know, like go on trips, happy trips and like do this and that and the third. And so I actually had somebody from my past reach out to me. Um, and you know, we were just conversing on a daily basis and it was like a fresh of a breath of fresh air. Like he just complete opposite knows what he wants in life and such a great guy. And, you know, I've known him for 17 years, 18 years. So it's like, I know, you know, I know his background, everything. So he's a great guy. If you ever get him, you better keep him and you better cherish him because he is a sweetheart. Um, and he knows what he wants. So, you know, I tell him because he's like reaching out to me while he's on his vacation and he's like, gosh, I want to bring you here. And I'm like over it, like whatever (laughs) lies. You've probably told everybody else that too. And I just kind of, you know, I still was in love with him, but it was like, I knew that I needed to let go, but I hadn't officially let go yet. So, um, his sister and I are super close and I had reached out to her because she said, well, what's going on with you? You just seem really different. And, you know, I had to always remember that that was his sister. So whatever I said, I had to be careful. Um, but at the same time, she was my friend, which I will tell you guys, be careful doing that because <laughs> just be careful. So, um, she and I are talking and I said, you know, well, somebody reached out from my past and, you know, your brother, still isn't ready to commit to me. And, you know, I'm at a stage in my life where I kind of want that. I want companionship. I want to feel like I'm secure within 
um, the position in a man's life. Um, so she was like, oh my God, no. She was like, you're literally the best thing that has happened to him, which now looking back, I know she's telling the truth, but at first I was like, whatever. She's like, I have to call him because he has to do something about this. So she calls him, tells him. He calls me back, okay? And he's like, so you're dating someone? I said, I am. I said, you know, it's a good guy. I said, you're a great guy, um, but, you know, you're not willing to give me what I want. So he replies, okay, good. Best of luck. Um, I hope he makes you happy. So I'm like, okay, that's a strange. That night, you guys, he literally called me 17 times, FaceTimes, text messages, phone calls. And it was like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. You know, you told me that you would wait until I was ready and blase, blase, blase. And so then, you know, he was FaceTiming me and he was crying. And he's like, I think I'm crying because one, I can't believe my sister would hurt me. However, she was never trying to hurt him. She was trying to help him so that he didn't lose me. But two, just an emotional wreck. So what do I do? I cut it off with the guy. I cut it off because I was like, I can't hurt him. I can't, you know, all of the stuff he's done to me, I can't reciprocate, reciprocate, Lord, reciprocate that pain. I can't do that to somebody. I just, that's not in my spirit and that's not the type of person that I am. So I cut him off. I give him another chance. So we were, um, you know, he said, meet me at, you know, we had a little spot that we always go to here. Um, if you guys have never been to M Kitchen or M Space or M in the Vista, so good if you like Japanese food. If you like sushi, go there. Um, so we meet there. And so we're just talking. And he's like, you know, I really felt like I was losing you. And he's like, I know I'm not perfect, but I really genuinely love you. And I'm in love with you. And I know you're who I want to be with. I'm just not ready yet. And I need you to understand that. So... I, you know, I asked him, I said, well, have you been seeing anybody? And so he's like, I can't lie to you. He said, I didn't meet somebody. So I'm like pissed off, devastated. Hell no, you're a stupid liar. Go be with her. And he's like, I, my heart is with you. And he's like, she is a great girl. She's nice. Um, Of course, she's not crazy like me. So kudos to her but I'm sure she later on once they get to know each other a little more she probably will be a psychopath so he's like um you know I I felt like I lost you so I needed to re basically using me for an excuse to talk to her so um I said well how long have you been talking and he's like not long like two months so you know in a woman's eyes two months is kind of starting to be a long time so I'm like does she have kids yes and I'm like oh my god you've gotten involved with someone who has children you know he's super close to Ryan I'm just like devastated so um he continues to talk to her okay and he tells me one day he's like um I said I'm pretty sure you know, and every woman is different, but me as a woman, if I am seeing someone and I ask him if he's seeing someone and he tells me yes, I can't have a connection with you because I know there'll always either be drama or you'll always have some type of tie to her or I'll have to share you and I don't share and I don't come second. Everyone is different. Me, I don't do that. So he went on this thing how she knows that he's dating me and she doesn't care and I'm like, 
that right there should be a pause because if that means that she doesn't care that you're seeing someone else, like what kind of what type of person is that? Which he probably was lying. She probably has no idea about me whatsoever. Who knows? So fast forward, okay? You guys are like, when are we gonna get to it? But I needed you guys to know really about my situation so you understand. And one thing about me is I will never judge another woman for what she decides to do within a relationship because I'm not you and you're not me. We all feel different, we all love different, and we all put up with stuff because I'm pretty sure as this story gets deeper, you guys are gonna say, you know, some of you will say I've done that before. And that's my only mission to let you know that we are all the same no matter, you know, our demographic or where we're from or what we do for a living. All of us have dealt with a man that we truly love that may have not been good for us. Some of us haven't. And that's good for you. I'm glad. But never judge the next woman. Okay. I just want to throw that out there. So where did I leave off? Okay. So um, he's still seeing her. And so we're going back and forth, back and forth. So finally, I'm like, bump this. I'm done dealing with it. Oh, In between there, he meets a girl in the mall, okay, and they exchange numbers, they hit it off, they have their little rendezvous, okay, and I'm just like, this is so crazy, like, I've only met one person since I've been involved with you, and you've met so far four, I left a lot of stuff out for you guys, so... I'm just like, oh my God, like, when is it going to end? Like, this is bizarre. I've never dealt with this before. And I've I've just never had somebody who has strung me along and tells me they love me, but yet they hurt me. So fast forward, I finally just cut it off. Um, And I don't know if you guys remember, but I had said that I met, you know, some other good guys and whenever it was like whenever i would meet somebody here he would he'd come like okay i don't want anybody else to have you i'm ready for you and it would just it was a cycle it was the same thing but yet he hadn't cut anyone off but he didn't want me to be with anybody else selfishness so fast forward some more months i feel like it may have been longer than a year the way it's the stories are adding up jesus so um another big incident um gosh what happened next oh my birthday so you know I was super excited on my birthday oh prior to my birthday he came to me and he said you know what Jasmine I'm all in I want all of you I want to try this relationship thing I have cut off the girl that he you know that I told you guys about that had the son that he met um I'm cutting I cut off everybody else in my past because he has this weird thing of keeping in touch with people and for me I'm the complete opposite once we break up or we stop dating we don't need to be friends but he on the other hand has all of these women and you know as I debrief everything it's like I don't know what he's possibly telling these women but they stay around they stick around and it's so crazy to me that's the problem like when you get hurt you need to make someone suffer you need to let them know you have hurt me and you don't deserve me so therefore I'm gonna walk the hell out of your life and that goes for me that goes for you that goes for whoever else is listening to this your sister your cousin your best friend um and even if the women who have dated him are listening to my podcast like he's never gonna be he's that's just not in him so fast forward um to 
his birthday first. Um, prior to his birthday, he's like, I've cut everybody off for you. I don't want to lose you. You're who I want in my future, blah, blah, blah. So now my guard is really up because I'm like, I really don't even believe him, but I love him so much that it was harder for me to let go and try to live without him than to stay with him and just take the punches. And that's really sad. And I hate that I have to admit that, but I want you guys to know that that is a true feeling and you're not the only person who has felt like that, like you're giving giving up on somebody and you're at fault. No, absolutely not. So his birthday rolls around and he's like, you know, I want us to go to Charleston. Um, By the way, shout out to Charleston. I love Charleston, but um, I want us to go to Charleston. I want to spend my birthday with you because, you know, I want it to be like a tradition. We always spend our birthdays together. This is our second birthday that we've spent together. So let's just keep it going. So I'm like, okay, had a great time. We come back. It's now my birthday. Um, And he was going back home because he's not from the Carolinas. So he was going back home for his mom's husband's birthday party. And he's like, I really want you to come, but I know you're not going to want to come down there. So, you know, I was going to Florida with Ryan. My mom lives in Florida and I kind of wanted to stay with that because my mom was ecstatic for me to come. So I get to Florida, everything's great, we're talking, we're FaceTiming because he's at home, blah, blah, blah. So he calls me one evening, I think it was the evening before I was headed back to Columbia. And he's like, so I'm just trying to figure out why Sarah knows about your podcast. So Sarah's the girl that he was dating and he said he supposedly cut her off. So I'm like, maybe she saw it. Because when I started the podcast, it was getting, you know, um, reposted a lot. So I'm like, maybe she saw it somewhere. I don't know. Like, I don't know how she saw it. And I'm like, that's weird, don't you think? And he's like, yeah, I think it's very weird. And she also told me that she, 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 God, I can't talk. She, someone made a fake page and sent her the podcast of the episode that you talked about you and I. So I'm like, wow that's very psychotic. Yeah, you're very psychotic. First of all, I just want everyone to know I just started using Facebook again maybe a year ago. I do not know how to create a fake page. I don't have the time to create a fake page. One thing you will learn about me is I'm very much involved in spirits and I definitely believe in karma and I believe in blessings and I have never been the type to, to intentionally hurt someone else. So Now I'm like, wait a minute, you think that I created it? Well, how else would she know? She doesn't know anything about you. She doesn't even know your name. Now, if you guys remember, months, 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 months before, he said that she doesn't care about me. She doesn't care that he's dating me, but now she doesn't know my name. I just wanted you guys to remember that because I paid attention to that. And so anyway, so... um gosh, what happened? So I'm like devastated. And because I'm like, I would, you're, you're like pretty much tearing down my character and I would never do anything like that. Well, and so then I'm like, wait a minute, you've been talking to her. I thought you cut her off. Well, I talk to her periodically because I feel bad for her. Wait a minute. You feel bad for this girl. You've never been in a relationship with her. You say you've never talked about a relationship. So how could you possibly feel bad for someone you've only been knowing for like four months, five months? Um, 
and you she lives in a different city so it's not like they really get to spend a lot of time together maybe they have help I don't know so he said some that's something you would never understand so I'm literally sitting here baffled you guys like wait a minute all the stuff that I've been through and he's never once said he feels bad but he feels bad for this girl so now my feelings are hurt because it's like, how can someone who loves me feel bad for someone else that he doesn't even love or has any connection to? I'm like that stuck with me, you guys, for a little bit because that was probably so hurtful because one, he he pretty much deteriorated, like he tore down my character. Two, he stuck up for someone else. So that it just that really hurt. I couldn't let that go. So we come back and he plays the whole mind Jedi mind tricks of so are you gonna leave then are you gonna leave blah 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 so I'm like gosh I still can't leave him because I don't want him to think I'm giving up retard that was the wrong word not retard that just I just felt so I felt so silly because it was like in my mind I knew he didn't care and that it was a mind game but I wasn't will- willing to take the risk of healing and hurting by myself. So I stayed. I know you guys are like, oh my gosh, Jasmine. So um, fast forwarding again. Um, now we're in October right now. Um, we're still working toward a whole relationship thing and you know everything's going good but it was like in my heart and in my mind it was hard for me to let my guard down because I knew that something was either going to happen or he wasn't being honest so um you know being a mom sometimes and I say this often is very hard and it's very stressful and sometimes I have breakdowns and it's like to the point where I feel so helpless. I literally feel like my back is against the wall. And being a single mom is even harder. I don't get child support. Her dad is not involved in her life. Um, you know, and I've said this often. So everything relies on me. My mom doesn't live here. So I'm kind of by myself, but she's here often. So, you know, sometimes I just need a little pick me up. So about a few weeks ago, I, you know, I was, I'm in this stage, a transition of, you know, changing careers. It's just, I have a, I had a lot going on and I wasn't secure within our relationship. I felt like, you know, he still had stuff going on with people from his past. He was still conversing with the girl, Sarah. It just, it was just so much. And I just felt like, you know, I just really needed him to tell me like, listen, I'm working on this with you. I promise I'm not going to hurt you. I just needed a little boost pretty much. So I call him on a Thursday and I'm like, you know, I've had the worst day of my life. I'm like telling him about it. And I said, I just need a hug. So he's like, okay, I got it. I'll give you, I'll give you a hug, whatever you need. So he said, you know, well, I'm still at work. So when I leave, I'll give you a call. So I'm like, okay, it's like 7.30, 9.30 rolls around, 10.30 rolls around. And I send him a text and I'm like, are you still, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm still at the store. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I start doing stuff around my house and 11.30 rolls around and it's time for me to get in bed. And I'm like, wow, he still hasn't called me or texted me. I call, no answer, text, no answer. So you guys know when we don't hear from you, 
When we don't hear from a man, we go on like this calling spree. I called from 1130, you guys, okay, till three o'clock in the morning. And I had to get up for work. So the next thing that I'm about to tell you, I am so embarrassed to tell you and I'm so ashamed and I'm so disappointed in myself, but it was like God wanted me to wake the heck up. So I woke up Ryan, put her in the car, drove to his house, y'all, drove to his house. He's not there. I'm pissed. I'm like livid. So I'm sending text messages left and right. So I come back home, I'm like devastated, I'm crying, I'm like, how can you just keep hurting somebody that you say you love? Like, how can you do that? And I've never done anything to hurt this man. I'm like, I've cut off like really good men for him. I've been loyal to someone I'm not in a relationship with. I have you around my child. I'm talking about you to my coworkers and just, so I'm just a mess. So 530 rolls around and he calls me. I don't answer um, because I had finally fell asleep, but he only called me one time. So the next morning I get up, do my normal routine, get Ryan ready for school, get to work. And I get a text message like 1030 and it's like, Jazz, I've read all of your messages. I've been reading your messages for like the past few hours and everything you said was right. So I skipped a lot of the story, but That was something that was always said by chocolate. Like, you're right. You're right. I know you deserve that. You don't deserve that. You deserve somebody who's going to give you the world. I want to give you the world. I don't know how to give you the world. I don't know how to change. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm just disgusted. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm over it. So I don't even know if he ended up at my house. I don't remember. So he came to my house and I said, you know, who were you with? that you couldn't answer my calls. And I already know where he was because he did tell me he had went to Charlotte. Sarah lives in Charlotte. So I'm like, so when you're upset, you run to someone else. And that was really hurtful for me. But it was like I had I had taken in so much pain that it just was natural for him, for me to feel how I felt. And it was like, I really, till this day, I really don't think he cares. Um, and maybe he does, but I there's it would take a miracle for me to believe that. So, um, you know, he didn't want to tell me who he was with, but made sure to know, made sure that I knew that he did not have sex. Uh, (laughs) so it was just like, wow, but you, you were unavailable. So then to flip it on me, he told me I was ungrateful. Um, because I had told, he had told me he had a bad day and I only cared about myself. We're just going to leave that there. I'm not going to go into detail because I can already see the expression on some of you guys' faces. So we'll just leave that one there. So a week later, um, he tells me, you know, he had to drive to um, where he used to live in North Carolina because his friend, mind you, you ladies, he used to date her. So they were intimate and now they're friends intimate they were friends never been in a relationship um has cancer so I'm like wow that's really sad and you know it's hard for us as women to feel bad and you guys know that I'm not lying on this I it was hard for me to feel bad I felt sad because I never want anyone to have cancer I never want anyone to lose their mom especially yep she's a mom so that was my main concern however my feelings and how I felt and my heart were important to me. So um, 
he tells me, I just wanted you to know that I'm driving to North Carolina um, to take care of her because she has surgery. So you guys tell me, maybe I'm wrong. I want you to message me. I want you to DM me whatever you think after you listen to this podcast. Do you think it is appropriate for a man who is working toward a relationship, married or in a relationship, to drive and take care of a woman who is not his wife, not his girlfriend, not the mother of his children, and to treat her as if she was his girlfriend? You guys tell me, you guys let that sink in. Me, I think that's unacceptable. She has plenty of family members. I'm, I'm sure I won't say I don't know anything about her, so she may not. But that's not his place. Um, and as rocky as the situation was, it was like, I'm there goes my feelings getting put on the back burner again. So I said, I just don't feel comfortable with that. So he said, I understand what you're saying, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to change what I'm doing or how I feel. Uh okay, but yet you care about me and you love me so much and I'm who you want to have a future with. So, you know, I said, and this should be a question that I should have never had to ask because I should have automatically known that he was going to stay at his sister. So he has a sister who lives there. So I said, are you going to stay at your sister's or are you going to stay at her house? So he said, I don't know what do you mean? You <laughs> I know you guys are just like, oh my gosh, Jasmine, you are, you put up with way more than what you needed to. And yes, I did. Um, so, you know, he drove up there, um, asked me to do a favor for his business for him. I do the favor um, while I'm at work, even though I'm mad, but you know, when it comes to business stuff, I'll put my feelings to the side and I'll make sure something gets done. I have no problem with that. So an hour later, I give him a call because I'm like, okay, can't be mad anymore. It's happened, blah, blah, blah. That's another bad thing. No answer. An hour later, call again, no answer. No answer, no answer, no answer all day because this happened in the morning. 7.30 at night rolls around and he calls me and he's like, what's up? (laughs) Uh, excuse me? What do you mean? What's up? No, that's not, that's not okay. Well, I saw you called, but I was, I've been sleeping. One, I know he's a liar because he does not sleep well other people's houses. Two, he doesn't even sleep that long. So those are two lies that I already know that he was lying. So, you know, I was so over it, you guys. I was just like, I can't take any more. Like, I'm begging you, God, like, please wake me up and allow me to let go because I just can't do this anymore. So a week passed and, you know, I'm I'm still not. I don't feel how I should feel. Like I don't feel happy. I don't feel like I'm respected. I don't feel like I'm put above anybody else. And, you know, I should have felt that way, especially if I was who you saw a future with. So, you know, um, I finally, I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I am mentally and physically drained and I am tired and I let go. So one thing with the situation is I did that all the time and I tried to be so mature about it. And he's like, you know, I promise you are who I want. And I'm so sorry that I always hurt you. I never intended to hurt you because you were the person that has always been there for me. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, you know, you came before Sarah, you know, 
you came before the girl from the mall. It's just before everybody. And I was the only one. The Sarah girl hasn't done anything yet because she they're new. She's new. But it was like every woman in his life had done something to hurt someone else in his life that he cared about. And to me, you are what you attract, um, which I would never hurt somebody. So I never, you know, I wasn't understanding why I was attracted to that person because I've never intentionally hurt anybody. I've never called another woman. I've never done anything like that. That's just not in my character. Um, and so it was like, he, I felt like he would rather have those women than someone who was going to show him real love and genuine love and who, you know, was going to make sure I did everything to make him happy. And, you know, one thing I won't take away from him is he was, he's very supportive of mommies who brunch. When I first came to him and I told him, you know, I'm ready. God has told me that I'm ready to start it again. I'm ready to relaunch it. I'm ready to revamp it. I want to change everything. He was like, go for it. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you want to do. And now that I look back, that was more so to keep me engaged. It wasn't out of his heart. Because you can't do something like that and then turn around and hurt someone. It's just, you can't do that. Um, And he was so good to Ryan. And, you know, it sucks for her because you're, he was in, he's in and out. He was in and out of her life. And I don't want that because she already doesn't have her dad in her life. So, you know, I want somebody who knows that I, Ryan and I are who they want who we who he wants in his life and I just felt like he was selfish and I feel like he never cared about Ryan because you can't hurt a child like absolutely not and Ryan is if anybody knows her she is the sweetest baby in the whole wide world and she absolutely loves chocolate it's chocolate 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 it's so funny that I keep calling him that I almost slipped up and forgot but um So it's like, um, the reason why I called this podcast episode blocked or to be blocked, um, is because I have blocked him. And the reason why is because I will get weak. I would get weak and I would call him or text him. And it was like, I would go from high to low. Um, so I would, you know, be like, I'm really going to miss you. And it was like kind words and it was sweet. And then I would think about all of the stuff he had did, he had done to me and I would get angry and I would text very mean things. And when someone takes you out of your character, that's when you know, you need to cut them off because I'm not a mean person. And I was saying things that were extremely mean. And, you know, I said, Sarah doesn't even know you. You don't even know her. And because I still to this day know he didn't cut, I know he hasn't cut it off with her. Um, I know he hasn't cut it off with anybody. And it kind of makes me sad for the other women because it's like, he's manipulative enough to tell them the same thing he probably was telling me like, oh, I'm not ready. I don't want to lose you in my life, blah, blah, blah. And you can't do that, especially with women with kids. Like, you just can't do that to us because we have so many emotions. And it's like, if you're like me, I've never been married. Mind you, Ryan's dad was there my whole pregnancy and was great. And then, you know, when we separated, that was when he decided to disappear. 
So to have somebody in my house who loves my child is a big deal for me. And I'm pretty sure every single mom wants that um, because we don't just want any riffraff being around our children. So, you know, it was really hard for me to grasp that this is not a situation that's good for her. I, I have to be a role model and I have to be a role model to you ladies as well. I can't sit here and tell you to let go and to, you know, know what you deserve if I don't even know what I deserve and and that comes first before anything for me and so I let it go and I blocked him and you know what's weird you guys I'm not even sad I love him with all of my heart but I have to love him from afar and I have to let go of him because I'm gonna miss my blessings and I'm gonna miss the man who's gonna walk into my life and take all of my problems away and all of my stress away. And he's gonna make sure he puts me on the pedestal that I deserve to be. And he's gonna love Ryan just as much as he loves me. And that's what I deserve. And that's what you deserve. You should never, it shouldn't be a 60, a 70 30 relationship. The woman should not have to prove herself and prove her loyalty loyalty to a man and that's what I was doing I was trying to prove to him that you know you keep meeting all these women and I've been here for you and I've I've never once turned my back on you I could have been in a relationship I could have been freaking engaged maybe honey okay who knows and honestly it was like he didn't care um he always said that I pressured him to be in a relationship and that's very hurtful because it's like, so the other women that you're seeing, they just never, they were okay with getting a piece of you. Like, it's just so weird to me. And I know, you know, I'm always, I'm probably not always going to wonder that, but this is still so fresh that it stays on my mind. Like, so Sarah's okay with you living in a different state and you, you know, I just think about other women and I'm like, how can you be okay with that? Like, how can you be okay with never having a commitment with a man, but you're sleeping with him and you're giving him your energy? And I I had to stop because it was like he met so many different women and he was like having these emotional connections to them and something that I learned about called soul ties. And I had to break the soul tie. I'm still having to break the soul tie because I had been sleeping with this man for a year and a half. And meanwhile, you guys, this is another thing. I had been sleeping with someone who may have been sleeping with other, no, uh uh-uh, who was sleeping with other women and maybe telling them the same thing like, you know, I don't sleep with her or this and that. So it's just, you have to be really careful with certain situations and certain things. And, you know, I look back at everything and it was a lesson learned um and I'm glad that I you know went through that because it allowed me to have to put my foot down and I'm not going to tolerate anything ever again and there'll be so many red flags thrown and as soon as they're thrown and as soon as I see them I'm running because life is short and you know I'm 29 years old and I'm sure a majority of you are around the same age or maybe older and it's like there comes a time where we want someone who's serious we don't want someone who's still playing games and as at a 29 year old man it it comes a time when you should be ready for that and so now I look at the situation like I really just wasn't the one for him um I just wasn't because you know if you love somebody the last thing you do is hurt them 
Um, no one comes before them. There's no way that Sarah should have came before me. There's no way that, you know, the older woman should have came before me. It's just, and other women. And it's like, I just wasn't for him. And maybe, you know, the woman that he gets, he will treat with the utmost respect and give her what she deserves. And, you know, I hope for that because I think everyone deserves love. And I think, you know, that's something that, is needed. Um, There's so many, you know, different situations and stereotypes and, you know, a lot of people who don't believe in marriage anymore. And and that makes me sad because that's something that I really believe in. And I really believe in sharing a life with someone and being their backbone. And I just, I really believe in that. And it just kind of broke my heart that here, this man who I saw potential in really just treated me like a pawn. Um, and I'm okay to admit that, um, I'm very much okay to admit that because I will tell you guys, I, I have never cried as much as I have cried within the past year over someone. And, you know, I did some stuff like I, I looked up women on Facebook because I wanted to see, because there was a time where I felt like, well, what does she have that I don't have that's making him, you know, gravitate toward her or like not want to commit to me. And, you know, so, and I'm sure they looked me up too, because he can say, you know, they don't know about me, but he leaves his phones and I'm sure I've called when they're out to dinner or who knows, but it's a lesson learned. And so, you know, I have blocked him from everything. I just, And it feels good. I haven't had a point where I want to unblock him. I haven't had a point where I'm like, I wonder what he's doing. Because you know what? If it was meant to be, it would have been. Um, And if he genuinely loved me, I would have been the last person he hurt. And so it's life. You know, I'm over the crying stage. I'm over the angry stage. And, you know, the next focus for me is just really you guys, Mommy Sue Brunch, um, Ryan, and just myself. I really feel like, you know, when God is ready for me to be in a relationship or to meet a man, he's going to make it happen. So, um, gosh, I just talked for like an hour and a half. Y'all were the ones who wanted this little midweek podcast. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to open up to you guys because, you know, I get a lot of stuff and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful for you guys trusting me like I'm your home girl and some of you don't even know me, um, with your situations. And I I just want you to know, I don't share those with other people. I don't judge you. Um, I really take into consideration what you say. And I want you to know that you're not the only one who has been hurt. You're not the only one who's been weak for a man. And so, you know, stay strong. Um, Don't forget what you deserve. And don't forget your self-worth. Don't forget, you know, you have to be a role model to your children and you have to show them what a real healthy relationship looks like. And so um, that's that. But yes, honey, he will stay blocked. Um, He does not need to see anything of mine. I don't want to see anything of his. I'm sure I'm probably going to run into him sometime in Colombia. It's not that big. (laughs) And I'm fine with that. Um, 
But yeah, lesson learned. So I hope you guys enjoyed the little story time. Um, and I hope you took something from it. Like take my situation as an example to never be in that situation. You know, it's hard, especially when you love somebody. It's hard to let go, but you have to be smart and you have to be very careful and cautious who you bring around, not just yourself, but your children and you have to always be careful of your body. Your body is sacred. So if a man is not treating you like the queen that you are, then it's time to go. And it's time to reserve your body for the man who is going to love it like the queen that you are. And love you like the queen that you are. So um, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you want me to talk about something on a podcast, you can always message me. Um, my Facebook is Jasmine Foreman. Um, my Instagram is Mommies Who Brunch. You can email me at mommieswhobrunch at gmail.com, um, which you guys seem to be doing that a lot and doing Instagram a lot. Um, but you can message me on Facebook as well. That's fine. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Get some sleep. Um, two days left of the week. Make it count. Finish strong and I will talk to you guys on Sunday. Bye-bye.